How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Sunday, November the 28th. Hey, friends, hope you're doing very well. And today I wanted to do a little bit of reminiscing. I wanted to share with you some memories that I have uh, playing some video games from when I was younger. And particularly what I want to talk about is the original Xbox, because Xbox has been doing a lot of PR around its 20th anniversary. They had the, the showcase event a few weeks ago, doing a bunch of crossover stuff and cosmetic stuff, just celebrating the different generations of Xbox. And, you know, this is really the series of consoles that I grew up on. I've owned every single one of them, and I can't say the same for PlayStation or for Nintendo. I have owned a lot of Nintendo products. I had a DS, a Wii, a GameCube, a Switch now, and I think I owned a PlayStation 2 at one point. But really, Xbox is the one that has kind of always been around. In fact, one of my earliest memories ever is when the Xbox came out, and it was when my parents were still together, and I have very few memories of that. They split when I was like four or something like that. And it was of my father walking down the stairs with the original Xbox in his hands, and I was so excited to play some video games. Like I said, I have a lot of history with that console, and it really did start with my early childhood. It's actually pretty interesting. Somebody in my family had actually figured out how to hack the original Xbox, and he was able to get a whole bunch of emulators on there. And so instead of having the standard Xbox layout, I had this very janky, like, custom firmware where I could definitely play any of the original Xbox games that I owned on disc. However, another thing that I did a lot as a kid was taking a weekend trip to the local rental video store, essentially the equivalent of a blockbuster, but it was a, it was a local, and they also did video games. And so we would go, we would rent the video game, and then we would burn the disc onto the Xbox so that I could then have it forever. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't, it was very janky. But over the course of many, many weekends, I got myself quite a sizable collection of Xbox games just burned onto the onto the console. And I played a lot of games like that. Some of the standouts include The First Fable, NHL 07, Marvel's Imperfects, Oddworld, Stranger's Wrath, Fusion Frenzy, all of the Burnout games that came out on that console. Those were a lot of fun. Man, just so many games on there that definitely formed the kind of gamer that I am today. And I played so many different genres as well. I played sports and action and shooters and RPGs. It really made me appreciate so many different kinds of games at that age. But like I said in the beginning, this console also had emulators, and so I was able to play a bunch of older generation games. Primarily, it was for the Super Nintendo. I think I had the entire Super Nintendo library on there, and I played a lot of that. I played a lot of Super Mario World, a lot of Mario in general, I guess, Mario Kart. And then there were two games that I will cherish forever, because it wasn't just me that played them, it was my grandfather. So he was like 65, 70 years old, and he was playing Super Nintendo games. Originally, he played them on a Super Nintendo. I did own that when I was very, very young, but that eventually died out, and then he was able to play it through the emulator. And there were two games that he played. One was Arkanoid, which you might recognize also from the name Brick Breaker. And then he played Busta Move which you might also recognize as Puzzle Bobble. And let me tell you, anytime I hear the soundtracks of either of those games, especially Bust-A-Move, because as his eyesight started to worsen, that was the only game he was able to play because you just had to match color to color. Oh, man. My, my mind instantly goes back to watching my grandpa play 
an SNES game with an original Duke-sized Xbox controller. By the time I was a teenager, I did end up getting my own Xbox 360, and after that point, a lot of the original Xbox games simply became, like, nostalgia games. When I wanted to go back and do something like in the old days, you know? And that's still the case. I have both the, of the original Xboxes that I owned in my lifetime uh, just a few feet from me right now in a box. I'm probably going to keep them for a long time because eventually I'm going to want to boot them up and, and play them again. If nothing else but to do some Halo split screen, you know? My best friend and current roommate, we've been pals since we were two years old. We played so much Halo 2 and original Halo split screen on the Xbox. And now Halo Infinite is out and... What do we do? We play Halo Infinite, 20 years later. And I'm so glad that I got to be able to play Halo with him back then. And I'm so, so happy that 343 just knocked it out of the park with Halo Infinite. It is such a good game and it really evokes those memories that I had as a kid, you know? So my friends, that's all for today. Thank you for listening to me as I reminisced. Of course, I will be back with the news tomorrow, as I always am. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hi, friends. You know what I did today? I did something very scary. I got a new laptop. Oh, boy. So I did a bunch of research, and I found a laptop that was kind of very loved by the community. The the laptop community? Is that a thing? Just, just by techno people who buy laptops, I guess. Very popular on Reddit and the internet in general. Good reviews. Uh, of course, it's a, it's a Windows machine, because I am not purchased into the Apple ecosystem. And uh, also, I just, you know, I don't want to get into those waters. Things get very expensive very fast. And also, I want a gaming machine, which is not great for Macs. So anyway, what I was looking for was a balance between gaming and size. I needed it to be, well, well-sized because we're going to be traveling soon. That's the whole reason I'm getting the laptop. And I need to be able to work and game and move. Uh, and I bought it today because there was a Black Friday sale deal. I, I will say it's very strange purchasing the laptop like four months in advance of, of actually going anywhere. I'm probably not going to use it that much, but I am going to use it at least a little bit because I need to make sure it's doing the things I need it to do and I'm going to be happy with it. I should probably work for, you for a few days on it just to find the hiccups and, you know, buy the things, any accessories I need to buy or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's $1,800 invested into a laptop. It's pretty wild. Keep in mind, those are Canadian dollars. If you're if you're from the States, you're like, oh my god, he just got like the beefiest computer in the world. I didn't. Actually, there was a there was like an upgraded version of the same laptop for like twenty five hundred dollars or something like that. And I was like, you know, for a slightly better graphics card and double the storage and double the RAM. Like, don't get me wrong, that's a solid upgrade, but I don't know that I need to spend the extra seven hundred dollars on it. I will say five hundred gigs for, for gaming is not great, so I might have to um I might have to get a, a, a hard drive, external hard drive. I have one right now, but it is super clunky. It's an old, it's an old hard drive where you need to actually plug it into a, an outlet in order for it to work, which could be fine. I don't know. Maybe I can travel with it. It's, it's probably heavier than the laptop is, though, to be honest. It's very old. It's three terabytes. It's huge. But anyway, so yeah, it's kind of strange. You know, normally you buy something like this and you're super excited to boot it up and get it all set up and do your thing. And I was like, not excited at all. Shelby was like, aren't you like, why are you just acting all normal? Shouldn't you be excited for this kind of thing? You just dropped a bunch of money on it. And I was like, nah, I'm not. Like, 
not only am I going from a triple screen gaming PC down to a laptop, but this is also like the first real step we've taken into the fact that we're going away. And that's kind of scary. Like it's real now, you know, if I don't return this thing in the month that I have to return it, then that's it. It's my laptop. We got to (laughs) go. No changing minds at this point. So I still have to test the actual gaming on it. I downloaded Halo Infinite, so we'll see how it plays. I mean, it should play fine. The thing is, right now, I'm having some stuttering issues with Halo Infinite on my gaming PC because my hardware at this point is quite old. I'm running on a GTX 1070, and I'm running on a 1440p monitor, which is not a great combination to begin with, let alone the latest AAA game releases. It's not usually a huge problem because I normally just play indie games that aren't resource intensive, but obviously Halo Infinite is quite. So I think I have like a comparable graphics card in the laptop. And when it's on a smaller screen and you're on 1080p, it's a little bit more viable, I think. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to play it soon. I'll report back tomorrow because I I do have to stress test it. Like I said, if this game, if if it can't run Halo Infinite, well, then I'm like, my God, do I have to invest even more? Because I... I mean, like I said, I'm not usually the the latest AAA game kind of guy, but I do want the ability to just in case a game like Halo comes around that I really want to play. And if I leave and I have a laptop that can't do that, then I don't know how how great it'll be. I don't know. All the reviews I read were like, hey, don't worry about it. So I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway, thanks for uh, everything. Tuning in. Hope you're well. And I'll, I'll report back tomorrow about the laptop. OK, until next time. Farewell. <laughs>